In the beginning was the word. I see. You think uh, religion is for suckers and easy marks and mollycoddles, huh? You think Jesus is some kind of a sissy, eh? Jesus had guts. Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today, we are in Thailand. I'm over here with Heartland International, and I'm sitting with Pastor Elia. Now, he pastors a church called Worship Centre, which is a part of the uh, Heartland International Ministries here in Thailand. And uh, I've been to the church on the weekend, and we've seen over 80 people come to Christ just in the, in the last three days here. And uh, he's a real great young man of God. Uh, welcome to History Makers. Hello, everyone. I'm Elia. So... I have some testimony of my life, so I want to share about how God worked with me and how God ran with me. So, do you have a question? Yes. Now, tell me, Pastor Elliot, you're um, you're only a young fella now. You're in you're in your early thirties, but you became a Christian when you were fifteen. Yes. And uh, Thailand is predominantly a uh, a Buddhist country. Right. Tell me how you became a Christian. Um, well, um, 50 years old, I went to Bible College and God absolutely changed me over there. And then God kept me to study Bible more and more and God kept me work and serve the Lord until today. Now, uh, being such a predominantly Buddhist country here in Thailand, a lot of people wouldn't be sure about the teachings of Jesus. What do you think is the difference between the teachings of Buddha and the teachings of Jesus? So this one is... um. Jesus teaches us to go to the heaven by Jesus, only one way Jesus, but Buddhists teach us to uh, go to the heaven by the goodness or doing the good things. This is very hard to do good things because every day we look uh, bad things, sin, right? And if we do look bad things all the time, that's sin. When Jesus coming, I think the most people are in the sin. Uh, could not, the good things could not go to the heaven, I think. So in Buddhism, uh, there are like 360 laws that you've got to follow to try and be good. And uh, a lot of people uh, aren't very good Buddhists in Thailand. A lot of people who try to be a Buddhist aren't very good. But with Christianity, uh, you have grace. You have a free gift of salvation in in Jesus. Um, So when you became a Christian, um, what did all your friends and family think? How did they respond? This is, um, I was born in Christian family as well, but um, my background is uh, my grandfather is Buddhist uh, religion. Uh, so when he sick or something, he have to kill the uh, pig and have to take the uh, pig's head, go to all, offer the spirit and spirit, let it go and healing. But this is not good way. When some people, poor people, and cannot find the money, some people have to borrow money or steal for to get the pig head and go to orphan. Very hard, this one. Now, you started out uh, pastoring in Cambodia with um, Pastor Andrew Cook and Heartland International. Uh, and uh, the church there is now thriving and, and going really well. Um, I remember hearing a, a great story of um, a lady who was really poor and she prayed and she came across a snake. Uh, just tell us that story. That's a great story. Yeah, this is um, uh, happened when we work in Cambodia. So uh, one lady she prayed to God uh, before Christmas time coming, and and uh, one day she walked down to the uh, river, and then by the um, 
All the way, she saw a big snake boar, and she think I'm very scared. But uh, she prayed to God, Lord, <laughs> give me to be bold to catch up that that snake. And then um, she scared and walk around snake and just pass it. We come back, snake still there, still. And then she try to catch up, but very easy to catch up that one. And go to sell at the market. Get twenty five dollars or something like that, and uh, come to Christmas party and tie tidy to God. Praise Lord. I know there's lots of stories of miraculous provision uh, in uh, in Heartland International, and lots of opportunities where um, you've seen many people saved and healed, and you've seen great miracles. Uh, one of the stories that's impacted me in this trip to Thailand is a young man who just became a Christian a couple of days ago whose wife committed suicide and tried to poison their baby. Tell us about that story. Uh, this one uh, happened on the Thai and Bur- Burma border. And five or six months ago, one couple's husband and wife, when uh, wife get a birth, baby come, and oh, this family won't want to stay or spend time with together anymore. And... Wife decision to kill her, herself by poison, and uh, before she kill herself, she gave to babies poison to baby, and baby almost die and mom die, but babies come to hospital, and uh, that time this baby around eight days, and after that, eleven days, doctors operate this baby, and operate, and they go home, send home. And after a week, come back again. This baby operated again, but um, this this family is so poor and no money and no ID card and so hard to come to Thai hospital. So this one is very hard for them. But God provide everything for him. So through your church, uh, I know you were able to provide milk powder for the baby, and uh, just recently uh, you went there and. Instead of just giving him money, you actually bought him a pig and some chickens. T- tell us why you did that. Oh. <laughs> yes, because this family, is, uh, this man is poor and no no wife, have two two children, and then I need uh, formula for new baby as well. So we provide formula maybe a, a year, and then father so poor and we provide to self sufficient, and we. Bought uh, pigs and chickens for set up a little bit sm- small business for him, for he can run it by himself and um, stop uh, poverty. This family. I like the way you think because instead of just giving a hand out and giving out some cash, you want to give him a hand up. You and, and you, you just said um, self sufficiency is the key. So I was there when you gave the pigs and the chicken and, and you and. And we sat down with a guy in the middle of the banana, banana plantation up on the, the Thai-Burmese border. And Pastor Andrew Cook from Heartland shared the gospel with him. And uh, you were able to translate uh, into, into his local tongue, uh, into his local language. And we prayed the sinner's prayer. He became a Christian right there. Tell me, how does that feel for you when you see a guy who you've been ministering to for six months uh, come to Christ? 
I wanna cry. This one where where people save uh, go to the road. I wanna cry. Now let's um, uh, get down to uh, a little bit about what you do here in your church. So you have a, a service on Sundays, uh, and you uh, have got a program called Youth at Risk, where young girls, in particular, uh, you help them with accommodation, you living skills, teaching them English. Um, tell us how that program came about. This is. This uh, youth youth at risk coming by faith. What I believe I will do the the first thing and the details coming later on follow us. So this program is walk by faith. And how many young people do you have in the youth at risk right now? All together, six six girls now. Now the other ministry that you partner with is an incredible ministry called Destiny Rescue. Uh, tell us what they do. Destiny Rescue. This is um, the uh, Tony Kevin running, but uh, I just um, go to help spiritual, uh, yes, and then uh, I teaching, I'm training them new, new believers and discipleship on Wednesday night. And what does Destiny Rescue do? Destiny Rescue running many projects about children, uh, like a rescue girl. Or children, poor children, so orphanage, or something like this. I, I was speaking to one of the uh, Destiny Rescue volunteers at your church on Sunday. Uh, he's over from the US, and he goes with Tony Kerwin, who's uh, originally from Brisbane, Australia. And they go out into the brothels, and they pose as pedophiles. They sit there in the foyer, and they bring out girls, and... They look for the ones that are young, and when they get a young girl, they try and build a relationship with them and then ask them to come back to the the Destiny Rescue home so they can get out of the sex trade. Now, I just can't believe how dangerous that would be, Uh, but when the girls arrive back at the home, they have house parents, they train them, they care for them, they offer counselling and any medical needs they have, part of your role is discipling them, teaching them in the ways of Christ. How damaged do you think these girls are? Do you, do you see these girls recovering and becoming a, a an active part of society? Re- respond very good, yeah. New believers, but um, they love God and want more God. And so, such a good, this one. And when some people, some some children, uh, some youth of this group want to pray for their family, they think about family as well. And what to know God more and more. Now, the other thing that um, I'm excited about watching in your ministry is you're based in Chiang Rai, which is quite a nice little city uh, in the northern part of Thailand. But you like to go up to the villages. You like to go up, like we went, I don't know how many hills we drove up and down the other day in this four-wheel drive. We went and we slept on this bamboo floor uh, in the middle of nowhere, up near the Thai-Burmese border or Myanmar border. uh, And... You uh, you are able to speak Lahu, which is the local language. Do, do you know four languages? You know, Khmer, Lahu, Thai, and English. Yeah, yeah. So tell me um, about the Lahu people. Uh, why do you have a heart to go up into the villages and uh, and train these pastors and, and preach the gospel up there? Because I am, La- I am Lahu as well. So my heart is for everyone, you know. 
I may want to become to know Jesus. But the most thing, God showed me the vision when 2006 when I worked in Cambodia. And God showed me about the Thai and Burma border. And God showed me the vision bring the readers from uh, Burma side and Thai side have a some crusade or free the Holy Spirit with the leadership and send back to where they're from and they will do what what they learn from this crusade or something, this seminar. Now the other exciting thing for you I know recently is that you got satellite TV installed. You uh, you really wanted to watch God TV which has a lot of good preaching on there um, but you couldn't get the reception originally. Tell, tell me about the miracle that happened for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one. I love it. <laughs> so we have a satellite and the front of our house have many trees. And you see that big, big tree, many trees and big block that satellite. Set up man said, uh, could I have that channel? The channel said, I love it, my favorite channels. So I tell God, every channel else I don't watch, but only one channel I watch at God TV because I want to look about Christian, about songs, about preaching, stuff like that. I pray to God with my wife hold hand and walk on the TV, God channel, but not really, not clear, but I pray to God now, become to clear now, become to clear, but still not. And, you know, amazing is the Christ, I don't know from where, cut it three down all, and God's TV become to clear and praise the so you prayed, the trees got cut down miraculously in front of your house and you had clear reception. And I, I know for you, um, you are a man of faith. Um, Pastor Andrew Cook from Heartland International said to me, he said, Elliot just planted this church a year ago. It's already got, you know, 50 or 60 people and um, you, you've got Destiny Rescue coming with all their young girls. You, um, He said, you've got faith for a sound system and faith for God to provide chairs and provide a building and it seems like you just ask God for something and he provides. Is it that simple to plant a church these days? You just ask God and it happens? Trust God, everything. What we need, God will provide us. One day, I am not enough food to eat as well, so I pray to God. I know have a for lunch that time. My rice running out. I like rice. So, no have a for lunch and pray to God. And by the time, almost lunch coming. And then... My friend ring me, ring me up, said, come to have a lunch with my house. I know in my heart, still I don't have a, uh, for dinner as well, so, and almost come back as well, so my friend said, stay here for, have a dinner with us again, that's God, and we still don't have for next day morning. So, next day morning, some, our friends, I don't know which friend bought, the, um, back up rice at my, my, my house. One of the funny things you told me the other day was your visit to Australia. <laughs> you found it very different to uh, Thailand and Cambodia. What were the big things that you noticed that was different? <laughs> this is um, like a, the cost, um, price, crazy price there. But <laughs> so, yeah, I want to chat about a little bit about when I went to Australia. We uh, flew to Tausville and all the way back were... Um, early morning as well so we have small money and we fly back to Brisbane and we beside beside me I don't know who and later on I know he's from um, uh, Papinikini man so we uh, by the time God tell me said Holy Spirit tell me said uh, buy some food from him and so I said okay Lord, I will do that 
and I asked her, him, um, and he's Christian, Christian, but he tell me he have a already like a children, one children, and have a plan for marriage next year. So when he asked me why are you here, I, I I tell him holidays and preaching and visit friends. He like upset. And he tell me he said like he have a children but not married yet. So that's when he tried me and I asked Holy Spirit, Oh Holy Spirit help me how I can make him to join again like uh, like happy again. Tell him God always forgive him. God always forgive to everyone. So I tell him about Jesus to him and he become to absolutely Joy again, and that day actually, I, I, I got tell me say have to uh, buy food for him, but he pay food for us again, and he donate some money for us as well because he said I love your encouragements, Fraser. <laughs> so you were blessed financially for blessing him. Now the other question I wanted to ask you was, you know, you love seeing people come to Jesus. You love seeing yes. people become Christians. There might be people listening that are thinking, you know. This guy from Thailand, he just has such a passion. And people might be thinking, you know, I want to become a Christian. I want to know how I, how I do that. Would you just tell us how someone becomes a Christian? So this is easy. Come to the Lord. It's um, just open heart and invite Jesus, only Jesus, come to our heart. And believe by, by heart, confess by mouth, and receive Jesus be. Be the savior. That's it. we can be become to Jesus' children and be become to savior. Now you're obviously very busy. You're running your church. You're training pastors. You're working with Destiny Rescue. You've got two beautiful kids and a beautiful wife. How do you find time to study the Bible? Do you have a daily devotion? Do you do you go off and pray and read the Bible? What do you do to to get close to God every day? Every day, Monday to Friday, we have a eight o'clock, eight thirty. We have a prayer worship. Until whatever the Holy Spirit read us, and we spend time in the presence of God, and after that we meditate our Bible, study Bible from the at the moment websites or something about Bible, about original words, and for church to become stronger and know the truth of the Word of God. Well, I've been so inspired to get to know you and your wife Jit and. To see the work of the uh, church you've got here, worship center here in Thailand, and you've been partnering with Heartland International for years. Pastor Andrew Cook has really been a mentor for you, um, mate. I reckon you're a history maker. I want to encourage you and pray that God will continue to bless you and add add numbers to you in your church and what you, you're doing here in Thailand. And uh, if people would like to find out more, they can go to the website www.heartlandinternational.org.au. And uh, if people want to support you, they can donate money. They can come and visit. Um, what what can uh, people can come on a mission trip over here? Um, what can people listening to this? What what can we do to pray for you? What would you like us to pray for? Um, pray for us for um, have a the first thing we need is music equipments, and then pray for us to our spiritual grow and grow and more and more and can send can make Jesus little Jesus around the world. Let me believe us. Well, thank you so much for joining us, mate. God bless. God bless you, sir. And how do you say goodbye in Thai? Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. There you go. <laughs> Bye-bye. If you'd like to download this interview, just go to www.historymakersradio.com. And also, you can make a donation if you'd like. I'm Matt Prater. Have a great week. History Makers.